Welcome to the History of Christianity podcast with Stephen Bedard. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash hopesreason. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. As we move out of the era of the New Testament, we move into that of the Apostolic Fathers. Now that's a bit misleading. Those who belonged to the Apostolic Fathers were alive and active while some of the New Testament was still being written. The line between the New Testament and the Apostolic Fathers is not so much about a point on the calendar as it is about authority. The New Testament holds authority in being apostolic in nature. The Apostolic Fathers, despite the name, are not apostles but are those who knew the apostles and were taught by them. That may not actually be true for every writing belonging to the Apostolic Fathers, such as the Epistle of Barnabas, but it was how they were originally seen. The first of the Apostolic Fathers that we are looking at is Clement of Rome, not to be confused with Clement of Alexandria, who we will look at in a future episode. Who was Clement of Rome? A Clement is mentioned in Philippians chapter 4, verse 3, and it's thought by some that this is Clement of Rome. He likely was born around 35 AD, making him the first Christian that we have looked at, born after the death of Jesus. He would have been around 30 at the time of the death of Peter and Paul. Clement is closely tied to Peter with the Liber Pontificalis, a text on the history of the popes, originally published in the 9th century, stating stating that Peter consecrated Blessed Clement as bishop. However, talk of consecration may be a reading back of later understandings of apostolic succession into the 1st century. The reason that this is important is that Clement of Rome is also known as Pope Clement I. That's not to say that he was called the Pope at the time. According to Roman Catholic tradition, the first Pope was Peter, followed by Linus, and then Cletus, followed by Clement. Here is what the Liber Pontificalis says about Clement. Clement, by nationality a Roman, from the district of the Celian Hill, son of Faustinius, occupied the sea nine years, two months, and ten days. He was bishop in the time of Galba and Vespasian, from the consulship of Tregalus and Italicus, A.D. 68, until the year when Vespasian was consul, for the ninth time, and Titus was consul with him, A.D. 79. He wrote many books in his zeal for the faith of the Christian religion and was crowned with martyrdom. He created seven districts and assigned them to faithful notaries of the church, that they might make diligent, careful, and searching inquiry, each in his own district, regarding the acts of the martyrs. He composed two epistles, which are called Catholic, He, by direction of the Blessed Peter, undertook the pontifical office of governing the church, even as Peter received the seat of authority from the Lord Jesus Christ. Moreover, in the epistle which he wrote to James, thou mayst learn in what manner the church was entrusted to him by the Blessed Peter. Therefore, Linus and Cletus are recorded before him for the reason that they were ordained bishops also by the chief of the apostles to perform the priestly ministry. He held two ordinations in the month of December, ten priests, two deacons, and fifteen bishops in diverse places. Clement wrote at least one letter, which is included in the collection of writings known as the Apostolic Fathers. 
That this letter was influential is demonstrated by its inclusion in some New Testament manuscripts. It's included in the 5th century Codex Alexandrinus and is included with the Gospel of John in a 4th century manuscript. Clement of Alexandria cited it as scripture. First Clement was probably written sometime between 95 and 97 AD, making it roughly contemporary with John's revelation. It was written by Clement in Rome to the church in Corinth. We know from Paul's writings that the Corinthians were a handful, and things didn't get better after his death. Some young Corinthians had revolted against the established leadership of the church, and Clement wrote to them in an attempt to restore order. There was also a second Clement included among the Apostolic Fathers. However, it is neither a letter nor was it written by Clement of Rome. It's actually a sermon, the earliest Christian sermon we have outside the New Testament, written by an anonymous presbyter. The date for Second Clement is unknown, with estimates ranging from the early to mid-2nd century. There is some evidence that it may have been written shortly after First Clement, putting it at the end of the first century. What we can know is that it is indeed a very early Christian text. And this brings us to the end of our brief look at Clement of Rome. In the next few episodes, we will look at some of the other early fathers that were connected to the apostles. My recommended audiobook for this episode is After the New Testament, The Writings of the Apostolic Fathers by Bart Ehrman. The writings that make up the New Testament stand at the very foundation of Christianity. But while Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the other books of the New Testament are known to almost everyone, the writings that Christians produced in the decades that followed, these early compositions remain shrouded in virtual anonymity. Who were the Apostolic Fathers? Why were they given that name? And what windows into the shaping of Christianity's canon, church hierarchy, and creed are open for us, with an understanding of works that include the letters of First Clement or Ignatius, the Didache of the Apostles, or the letter to Diognetus? To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash hopesreason. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash hopesreason for your free audiobook. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please visit me at historyofchristianitypodcast.com and find me on Facebook and Twitter. Consider supporting this podcast by leaving a review on iTunes or even pledging a dollar a month at patreon.com slash hopesreason to help pay for the cost of this podcast. Finally, check out my other podcast on the Second World War at secondworldwarpodcast.net. Thank you, and God bless.